everyone and welcome to this new episode. So this is kind of a different episode that it's been inspired by Carpool Podcast, by Linus Tech Media Group, where they you know get in the car and uh, do a podcast right in the car, and um, I'm gonna try it out. Why not? So this is the first time that I'm doing this, and of course, I don't have the right equipment yet. I'm mean, gonna see what kind of equipment is better to use to reduce the noise and anything that comes with it. So, without any further ado, let's start. And today's topic is, of course, Ghost of Tsushima. My impressions of the game so far. Now, bear in mind that I first played Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, and that game almost made me quit. I mean, honestly, at one point I was just like. Screw this game! I'm gonna quit. I'm never gonna finish it. But it's a long story on how I decided to actually continue and finish it. And boy, oh boy, was it satisfying as hell. But now, having played Ghost of Tsushima, I'm kind of in a place where I want to, you know, compare the two. But at the same time, I think it's not really fair because they're very different, very different kind of games. But still, it's inevitable that I. Kind of have to. So, anyways, let's go ahead and uh, compare and see my impressions of the game so far. Now, Ghost of Tsushima starts off rather well. You might think that's kind of epic the way it starts, but it's not exactly that epic. It's not like to the way that you're like, oh wow, this is so fucking epic. It's nothing like that, but at least it's good. It's good enough. I mean, it starts in a good way. It's fun, and uh, honestly, I liked it. The start was a bit slow, maybe, but not super slow to the point that I'm like, "Oh wow, that is so bad." I'm gonna point it as re- negative. No, it's not that slow, but it's slow as every game in you know when you're beginning. It has like slow beginning and stuff like that, but at the same time, it's enjoyable. And learning the mechanics and stuff like that is kind of fun, but the game is not exactly challenging. That's the thing that probably robbed me off the wrong way. I'm not saying that this should be the same way as Sekiro, but I wouldn't mind a bit of a challenge. It would be fun, right? Like, it'd be a good challenge to the game. But there is no, there's no real challenge so far. So I'm still in Act One, but I've divided my time into you know side quests and things like that, and then of course the main quests mainly for you know what they offer like huge increase and stuff like that. Easier, easier legend. Now here's a couple of things. Um, like I said, the gameplay is not exactly as challenging as Sekiro. In fact, I think Sekiro embraces the samurai way much better than something like Ghost of Tsushima, because as Ghost of Tsushima says in one of the cutscenes, you should wait for your opponent to strike. You should be patient, so you can then you counter. That's why it says in one of the cutscenes of the game. That is true, and that is true for you know how you play in Ghost of Tsushima. Of course, I mean you have standoffs, you have this, you have that, and it works in your favor if you wait. But when it comes to Sekiro, that is much, much more true. I mean, that's a different beast altogether. 
like yeah in Sekiro I almost always wait for everybody else to strike so I can know what they want to do because if I do I'm losing my stance I'm losing my not stance I mean um, posture sorry I'm feeling up my posture because I'm not dealing any damage and you know uh, I'm leaving myself open that's not good so in Sekiro you have to be patient you have to know your enemy style and that feels so good you actually feel like a samurai it's not hard for the sake of being hard like dark souls but it's rather well a journey of learning whereas ghost of tsushima does not offer that kind of thing and you might say that well you're expecting too much and i'm probably saying that yeah maybe but you know at least a bit of a challenge would be nice i mean parrying is not that difficult and um the upgrades that you get which honestly I didn't do much in a game like I'm still in act one but I almost got all the techniques for the sword play and the evasion I mean I think I'm just missing one for the evasion but I got it almost all and I just think to myself so did I almost reach the end of the things I can unlock I mean there are other things to unlock like for you know ghost weapons and stances but they don't matter that much. I mean, once you unlock these ones that do matter, like parrying the things that could not be parried, evading and having a very small window opportunity to hit back, those kind of things, that's what I think matters the most because that's what makes you survive much more than anything else in that skill tree. I mean, holding triangle to, you know, attack three or four times, how's that gonna help me if I'm not that good enough? So yeah the game is not exactly challenging but it's not exactly the way that you would say that it's not satisfying no that's absolutely wrong in fact it is satisfying but it's in its own way well like i said i enjoy the challenge now thanks to sekiro i want that challenge but while it doesn't offer that at least it offers you very exciting things when it comes to its own unique set of combat I mean, you have different stances that they're actually true and very close to reality, and that is pretty awesome. I mean, they have water stance, you know, moon stance, things like that. And it works really well against enemies that are like that. Well, there is one thing that I should mention. It takes a little bit away from the flow of the combat. Like, many of, most of the time, I just, you know, chose to have one stance that was more prevalent in that situation like if I saw more shield enemies I would choose the you know water stance and that would have been awesome because you know the combat keeps going it's fast it's fluid it's pretty dope and I like it but when you have to keep switching because one certain enemy is attacking you then that steals a bit of a thunder from the flow of the game that's not exactly bad in the you know negative way but yeah, it's not exactly super negative but I don't know maybe I'm looking too much into it but I still like it that I have different stances for different enemies that's pretty awesome and that's one thing that after having played Ghost of Tsushima it just makes me think why didn't Sekiro have this kind of thing like honestly Sekiro had its own styles which you could improve upon and things like that yeah that that was true but the fact was that you know his stance was always the same unless you were doing a special technique his stance was the same 
and now I'm saying that maybe Sekiro could have done this as well. But at the same time, I think that well, it's I mean, it's a samurai who who probably trained in one form, and these are forms that he's learning, so he probably doesn't want to use the stances just yet. So I don't really go out and say that oh, that's a negative for Sekiro. So yeah, pretty awesome for Ghost of Tsushima to have these kind of styles and how awesome they are. The next thing that I really like about this game is of course the environment. I mean, my god, the environment is just absolutely bonkers. Mad beautiful. And the environment is actually pretty great for the most part. Well, it does a great job of keeping the environment alive and, you know, having you do stuff when you are in that environment. And I appreciate that because, you know, during that the environment, you know, you see sometimes see enemies who are coming at you or see them fighting amongst themselves, which is actually pretty cool that you see that happen. And then, you know, you can just go there and say, hey, I'm gonna fight. And they're like, hey, what the hell? You just came into the fight. And that's pretty awesome. But at the same time, most of the time, you know, it's empty. Not a lot is happening there. And I don't mind that. I mean, the environment is more than beautiful for me to just, you know, be drowned in its beauty. Be like, you know, I just want to sit and watch this scene. That's more than enough. But still, it would have helped if this huge environment could have had a bit more. But again, this is so far Act 1. It can change. I don't know. The story, on the other hand, is not exactly perfect. In fact, so far, the story is pretty awesome for the character of Gene himself. I'm not saying Gene is a great protagonist. He's really not. He's not that kind of a protagonist that you can say that, wow, he's so awesome, he's so cool, he's so charming. He's none of that. But he's caring. And that speaks to me, and I like that. Well, I'm gonna say that, you know, he's probably not kind of a hero so far that I'd say he's iconic, no, but at least he's doing well. And I'm hoping that, you know, throughout the story, he gets to be cooler. Another thing that was weird was this reputation system, maybe? Your legend, as it is called in the game, like, they call you the Avenging Samurai, the Shadow Samurai, the something samurai, hero of Tsushima. So, what do these even entail? I mean, most of these come, you know, as reward for finishing a particular mission. You get major increase, minor increase. That's pretty awesome. And it helps that to grow. And I feel like I haven't done much in terms of the map that I'm currently at. The southern map. And I'm thinking that, well, hero of Tsushima? What's gonna come next? Legend of Tsushima? That would probably be it. And I'm thinking that, well, it, it's probably, I don't know, understandable that's that probably it. That's how far it'll probably go. Maybe after that, it's just, you know, just keep filling and filling these things so you get more points, technique points. But that's how far your reputation can go. I don't know. But so far, I'm just confused. I'm thinking, like, so what? At some point, be doing missions and it's not going to be giving me anything? No more increase? And you know, what do these increases even do? Like, with Red Dead Redemption, for example, which is actually a very good example in this case, that reputation keeps going up and down. 
depending on your choices. But here it doesn't. It just goes up. <laughs> you never really have a choice. I mean, you can't even kill bandits who are fleeing. As you know, the game says, do you want to kill them or not? But you never really see the consequences or the reason for it. Like, what's the point, really? I mean, from the very moment I went into the Golden Temple, people just looked at me, they bowed at me, and they were like, oh, Lord Sakai. And I was like, okay, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. Well, you guys know me. But that was it. Now I'm Hero of Tsushima, and that's still the reaction I get. I'm like, what's this thing good for? I'm just waiting. I mean, I'm just like, okay, I'm still at Act 1. It's probably something that I'm missing. If I'm not, this is a very useless thing. What is this legend if it's like this, if it's useless? If there's nothing that they can actually do, if there's no actual benefit to it? What is there? Is, is it just there to say that, well, you know, you help people, you do this, you do that. You're a hero of Tsushima. Okay, so it's not that important really in the context of the game because nobody reacts differently to this title nobody re treats me differently it's just arbitrary it's just there it's just a title it makes you feel good to say that well i did so many missions that i'm not the hero good for you but <laughs> that's that's what you get and i'm not sure if this title changes based on you know how much of a ghost or samurai you were i'm not sure if it does but if it does well the game did not communicate that to me at all the other thing i really really like so far is the variety of the customization so far honestly i haven't had that many vanity items but i like them and i feel like this game has a lot of vanity items i mean so far nothing has been the same and that's a good thing for me I mean, I've had four different armor sets right now with their own color sets. I've had um, many different headbands and they're all so cool. Like, I like it. I think that this game has lots to offer in terms of customization. And it actually made my character look so damn cool. Like, I have this samurai clan armor refined version where you have this huge ass, you know, moon on your head. It's not a complete moon, it's like a new moon kind of thing. And then I have this mask that was gifted to me by the people in Golden Temple, where it has mustache and it says Avenging Samurai. At least that's what I think, Avenging Demon, I'm not sure. But put them together and I look so damn menacing. I mean, that, so that whole armor that little mask makes me look so damn menacing and before I actually used that I didn't have the mask so I was using the headband the golden headband with everything else and it was still very cool but you know after seeing that I got this as a gift from the people I was like holy shit this looks so cool this is like amazing and I feel like that you know this game has lots to offer in terms of customization because now I have different kinds of armor that serve different purposes like to the Yari it serves for people who want to be archers mainly instead of swordplay it's kind of a thing that you know, if you improve upon it you, you get so much out of it as an archer you have the straw hat suit or I don't know what do you want to call it straw hat uniform or something 
which offers stealth. And that's pretty cool. There's so many things in it. And you know, the upgrades, they look so funny. Some of them are just so laughable and I like it because it gives me Dark Souls vibes. Because of how that customization works in that game. But the fact that you know you can customize different parts, I like it. And the game actually adheres to your playstyle, which is something that I really, really like. I mean, that's amazing. If you want to be stealthy, go for it. We have an armor specially made for you. We have upgrades specially for you. If you want to be an archer, still the same thing. If you want to be a samurai, still the same thing. Do whatever the hell you want with your gene. Of course, if you put enough time, you can probably maximize everything to the point that, well, you know, now you're strong enough to take on every kind of form that you want. And I really like everything in this game. I mean, the bows, the different uses of the bows. There's so many things in this game. This game has a lot to offer in terms of gameplay, in terms of map, in terms of fun that it gives you. It's just perfect in my opinion, in many ways. It's not exactly completely flawlessly perfect, but it's good enough. And I love it, especially the photo mode, which I've had a ton of fun with it. I haven't taken a lot of photos because I'm still learning stuff about it. I'm still seeing people's screenshots to see what they're doing, but now I'm actually getting into it and I take some really good pictures and I enjoy it. I think that the photo mode is probably the best photo mode I've ever seen in a video game. It's the most comprehensive one that's been put out there. And it's pretty awesome. I mean, I was comparing it to some other games, mainly Days Gone, which I recently played as well. And if you guys want to see, my, if you want to see a review from me on Days Gone, please tell me because I'm not sure if people want to because I think people love this game and I might not have that many good things to say about it but I'm gonna try I'm gonna be nice to the game but there are some serious flaws that I want people to actually look really closely before they defend this game to the hell like people defend this game so much so anyways yeah um, uh, the photo mode is amazing like Days Gone had this mode where you could change gamma, you could change the color of a specific pixel. I knew, I thought that this is way too, you know, complicated for the average user. Like, I understand what it is because I do photography. But for the average user, they're going to be like, so what the hell is this? Maybe they were trying to have dual tone in the photo mode by these kinds of settings. Like, letting you change the hue of a of red or things like that. I don't know what was the idea there, but whatever it was, I'm, I'm gonna say that, well, they made it too complicated for people, but at the same time, it was good enough. I mean, if you used it, basically, you could take some seriously beautiful pictures, and that actually game, that game actually made me take some nice pictures as I enjoyed it, but it wasn't, in the game, it wasn't so enjoyable that I would say that I, would, I was taking pictures left and right. However, when it came to Ghost of Tsushima, that was a different thing. So far, I've taken so many pictures, and I enjoy and I enjoy the shortcut they put for it. And 
my head I had made Ghost of Tsushima into a legendary game a game that would surpass all of my expectations it would make me think that wow this was supposed to be game of the year 2020 now do I think the same after having spent maybe 12 hours so far uh, that's very hard to say very hard like I don't know let's be honest I still have much more to play to give a resounding yes or no but let's say that I'm really enjoying the game I love this game so far is it better than Last of Us 2? Uh... <laughs> that's a trap question but um how do I even say it in a nice way that people won't kill me? Look, I'm not going to compare them just yet. That's the way I can say it. It's too soon. The only game that I can actually compare it to is none other than Sekiro. And so far, this is what I would say. If you want actual samurai swordplay, if you want the challenge of being an actual samurai, learning the samurai way, in a good way, not in, you know, just it's hard for the sake of being hard, but an actual realistic way, go for Sekiro. You're gonna have a blast, you're gonna enjoy every second of it, even if you find it hard. This game is just out of this world, beautiful. But if you wanna enjoy the samurai world, the environment, if you just wanna, you know, bask it all in, if you don't want that much of a challenge, you just wanna, you know, enjoy the swordplay of a samurai, have the duels, have the standoffs, have stealth, just a casual experience, and yet at the same time, go deep into the Japanese culture and history, go for Ghost of Tsushima. Because Sekiro is fantastical, it's not supposed to be realistic at all. But yet, it establishes its world in a beautiful way, and yes, it is fantastical, but it's very enjoyable. But it's not something that I would say that, you know, it's so damn accurate and things like that. It's really not. It's fantastical. How is it like, accurate that a freaking ball exists at the head is skull and it has, I don't know, timber wood on its head? So that's not realistic. But if you're going for Ghost of Tsushima, you don't expect realistic gameplay, but at least expect a very respectful um, world to the samurais and Japanese culture. Because there are so many things that actually do it right and do it justice. The game so far is not perfect, but it's a journey that is very well worth taking. As for Sekiro, same thing. Sekiro, in my opinion, comes super close to being perfect. But I would say that it's very hard to you know recommend any of these games over one another it depends on what you're looking for but my opinion so far my reaction so far to both these games is that if you want that samurai experience go for both of them buy both of them and have a blast playing through both Sekiro and Ghost of Tsushima you're gonna enjoy the hell out of both and which one you should experience first, I don't know. I went from the hard one to the easy one. 
But if you want to go from the easy one to the hard one, that's that's your choice. But I would probably go from the hard one to the easy one because you know at least you gain a lot of confidence and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna kick all your asses. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. But if you go from the easy to the hard, then you're gonna gain a fake confidence. You're gonna be like, yeah, this is so easy. I was a samurai and goes to Tsushima. As soon as you enter, you're gonna get your ass kicked. And you're like, oh shit, what the hell? What the hell just happened? <laughs> but yeah. Honestly, I I really love Sekiro, but very different games. A little side note. When I say that the world of Tsushima is very beautiful and stuff like that, I'm not saying that Sekiro is not a beautiful game that doesn't have beautiful... It actually has some amazingly designed world. Places where I just stood and watched for a couple of minutes and let it all come in like I was just you know, basking myself in it. I was just surprised at how beautiful this game looked in the midst of so much darkness. Sekiro is really something. If I want to give it a very short review before I give my full review, do yourself a favor. Even if you think the game is hard, go and buy the game and enjoy the hell out of it. Because this game is just... (laughs) It's a game that rewards you for playing it right. It's not Dark Souls. It's not Bloodborne. It's a very different game from both of them. Is it really hard? Yeah. But it's not like you can't overcome any obstacle that this game puts at you, puts in front of you. And you can't overcome them. But you have to work hard. You have to learn. And learning it and winning that obstacle is your reward and it feels so freaking good and this is maybe controversial even if you have to cheese something a boss or something it's not exactly that easy to cheese every single boss but still it's a sense of accomplishment because you know that's also a strategy of course it's not a strategy if you use a super cheese where the boss can glitch and die I mean, basically, you robbed yourself out of uh, the experience of fighting them. But, still, this game is just... (laughs) So yeah, do yourself a favor and buy Sekiro. If I ever made a purchase where I loved it, (laughs) then Sekiro was the one where I spent money on it, and I thought that was money that maybe I shouldn't have spent. And then I was like, no, this is money very well spent. I loved it. So yeah, go ahead and play it. And uh, once I finish Ghost of Tsushima, I'm going to give a full review. Probably much shorter than this because I'm already giving my impressions on the game. But if I see anything that needs another impression, impression part two, then I'll probably make one. But so far, you know, I'm still at act one. I got to do that mission before I go. You know, one, one small thing, one small complaint. The map is so freaking huge and you know you have to wear the traveler's attire to just you know uncover it and it still doesn't uncover that much if you don't upgrade it what the hell i mean do i have to find every single place on the map even the smallest places seem to have something hidden on them what the hell i mean this is worse than assassin's creed odyssey but still the fast travel is so freaking fast i mean Holy crap. Especially on PS5, it even gets faster. This is, this is just awesome. 
I love the loading on this game. This game is so freaking good. I just wish that, you know, basically they would remove the loading as they once have increased it because, you know, we made so many things with the pause menu. I mean, just put an option. I would love to remove it. I mean, I don't even get the time to read those tips screen as because the game is so freaking fast. I just see the artwork and I don't even have time to understand what the artwork is. As soon as I try to understand, the game loads. I'm like, okay, so that was something. That was maybe, I don't know, a lady, a guy, a smoke bomb. What the hell was it? Anyways, thank you guys for joining. I hope you enjoyed this Ghost of Tsushima impression. I hope that this was uh, helpful to you guys. And I'm gonna see you guys very soon. Probably with a Sekiro review. Sekiro. Again, if you haven't played it, go ahead, play it. And I would ask you to do a reaction video when you get to a certain boss. Actually, a few of them. I would love to see your reactions. Anyways, thank you guys for joining. And um, I'll see you guys very soon on the next episode. Ciao.